Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions has begun. I am Gable Morenci. I'm on the grid. Sirius XM channel 159. Let's do this thing. Countdown to puck drop uh, is on. The question is, will the Colorado Avalanche bust out the brooms and sweep the Edmonton Oilers? We'll break it down. We'll get into the NBA Finals as well. We've got a full slate of Major League uh, Baseball. Lighter night, uh, but nevertheless, there's a slate of Major League Baseball games to break down. Joe Madden, Joe Madden Sports will join us. Dave Sharapan, straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Coach Young will step up and in uh, from the Jersey Shore. And uh, we've got Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, ready to go. Looking forward to Cam's take on this hockey game uh, tonight, uh, Cam. And I'll start off by saying, I think that the Edmonton Oilers and head coach Jay Woodcroft is making a big mistake uh, tonight. And I want to take the Edmonton Oilers uh, tonight because I do think they can avert the sweep, but I would feel better if they would start Koskinen in, instead of Smith. I've defended Smith. He's had his chance. You're down 3 nothing. You have nothing to lose uh, right now. You know what Smith is going to give you, and he's going to give you mediocre goaltending. Uh, Kemp, like, you know what I mean? If you, you look at the numbers here, bro, he's got a 5-3-9 goals against average and an 8-7-9 save percentage. I'm not blaming him, but it's time to give Koskinen a chance here. But Woodcroft has uh, confirmed that Mike Smith will be the starter tonight. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing okay, Maretzi. And I, I kind of agree with what you're saying because even though Mike Smith, you know, has been decent and he's not the problem, it's a, a lot of other things that are the problem with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, that goal that Confer scored, that's a save that you have to make in a 2-2 game after the Oilers hit the post. That changed everything from that game. They, up, they go up 3-2, then they score, they're done. I agree with it. I don't think there's anything to lose by putting Koskinen in. Let's remember Koskinen was great when he uh, relieved Smith in the game where he got absolutely shelled. He came in and did a great job for the Oilers. Uh, nothing, you know, Edmonton's basically, they're, they're in big trouble right now, Gabe, but you know how hard it is to sweep a team. I think I'm going to go down with the ship tonight. I've already made the bet. And, uh, you know, I think Ed, uh, Colorado finishes these guys off at home. But, you know, I think Edmonton's got one bullet left in the gun. I don't think they can go to Colorado and win, but I think they extend it to five. But I agree with you. I would like to see Koskinen in the net, too. Yeah, it's too bad. It's, it's not going to happen. Because even, let's say, you start Koskinen, and you can pull him if you want. Uh, but as I stated, I'm not saying that this is Mike Smith's fault, but he's certainly not helping uh, the situation. He's a mediocre goalie. He's made some saves. They've gone as far as they can. They're up against it. Colorado are a better team. But... I think that Koskinen gives them a better chance of winning this hockey game. 
uh, tonight and you don't know any sense of loyalty, right? It's not a case. Sometimes it's like, yeah, listen, our goalie's not playing great, but he got us this far and yeah. we're not throwing him under the bus right now. Like this guy, he's had a hell of a year for us. This isn't the case. Mike Smith's lucky to be on the damn team, okay? You don't owe him anything and he ain't going to be on the team next year. And I'll tell you what, Koskinen can never play for these guys again either because if you're not going to put him in now, you're telling this kid, we don't think you can stop anything. And we don't believe in you at all. So, yeah, to me, I don't know. It just seems I'm a Woodcroft guy. I don't know what his commitment is unless he really thinks Koskinen is that bad, Ken. And which that must <laughs> must be that. Yeah, well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, Stu Skinner, from what I've been saying, is probably going to be the future of Edmonton goaltending. You're right. Koskinen, they haven't really had any faith in him. And Mike I'll suit up at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Brancy and Stu Skinner, the new two goalies for the Edmonton Oilers. Anyway, they better stop a damn puck tonight and win the first period to start. I have my doubts. <laughs> Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Morancy, and I am not the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers because if I was, I'd be starting a different goalie uh, tonight. So let's do this. We've got the Raging Red at Cam Stewart uh, in-house. We've got Major League Baseball to break down. NBA Finals. Um, I'm actually surprised the number remains what it is uh, right now. Boston Celtics minus three and a half. Uh, Moneyline minus 154. We'll get into this. A little bit uh, later on, and in a couple of minutes, we'll get you caught up to date with the updated series prices and everything. But especially considering how good Boston have been coming off of a um, coming off of a loss camp. So now the the Warriors are five and zero off a loss last night, and uh, they've won the games by an average of fifteen point four points per game. The only team better than that are the Boston Celtics, who are six and zero straight up and ATS coming off a loss in these playoffs, and they've won by an average of fifteen. Uh, points and it seems to me that this is a classic zigzag back and forth series that's going to end up going seven games I don't know if anybody can break the cycle and listen I'm on Golden State I have Golden State to win the series but I've already bet Boston Cam I'm of I, I thought this number would go up I think they should be like five point favorites Celtics are going to be much better on Wednesday night at home and the way I look at it is listen make money on Boston if they win the game and if they don't win the game, then I'm one step closer to winning my Golden State bet as well because I've got a big play on Golden State. We've got to play this as we see it, Cam. But as it is right now, I think the Boston Celtics are the play in game three. Couldn't agree with you more, Gabe. It's funny. Uh, I did the exact same thing. I woke up today and I had a little bit in the account. I'm not going to say it was great. Um, you know, that uh, Tampa Bay Rangers game really threw me for a loop when the Rangers were up two to nothing. I was just hoping to get out of regulation and Tampa Bay scored with like under a minute left. That kind of hurt. But here's the thing. I already bet on Boston as well. I think Boston's probably going to win the game almost by double digits in the next game. Uh, they were great in the first quarter and first half against Golden State. Things fell apart. They started to make some really mistakes, and they got loose. But I'm with you. I think the Celtics get it done in game three, and I think they win by a significant margin in cover. Interesting series uh, so far. Yeah. You know, really, I've watched two games, and I really don't know who's better than who or what. It's like, it's, it's a very... It's a very confusing series. It is. You can you can say, well, look, Golden State have kind of won a lot more quarters and have kind of been more dominant in the series. But to me, I think if Boston's playing their best basketball, they're better, but they're inconsistent. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Game time to sit and continues. I'm Renzi kicking it with a Rachel Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart. We'll get into the baseball and the uh, the NBA. We'll get you caught up to date with the numbers. But as far as uh, game um, game four uh, tonight, discussing the Edmonton Oilers goaltending uh, situation. Listen, they have a good team, uh, Cam. They have obviously a ton of talent. It's gone on far enough. They've gone as far as they can go. They're lucky they've gotten this far with the goaltending that they've had. In the playoffs, their offensive talent was over uh, was um, was able to overcome it, and I'm not really a trade sort of start a trade type of dude type of media guy, but I'm telling you, I think this isn't crazy. If you look at the Montreal Canadiens, Cam, they're rebuilding right now. Martez Saint Louis talked about uh, I'm going to play young players right for the next couple of years and they they're getting, they have Shane Wright coming in, Cole Caulfield start to light it up, he averaged a point a game when St. Louis took over. Nick Suzuki. Suzuki's a hell of a young player. They've got a lot of young pieces the Canadians, but they are a little they're still a few years away this team. And you got Carey Price who's been through a lot already. I think he deserves better than, you know, now listen, we were just talking about owing somebody something. The Canadians do owe Carey Price. If Carey Price wants to stay with the Canadians, then, hey, God bless them. You can stay with the Canadians and be the goalie. But if you want a chance at actually winning a cup, then I think Edmonton would be a good fit for Carey Price. He'd be motivated and driven, and he can still play this guy. He just needed a year off, Cam. He's going to be great when he comes back. He's going to be re-energized. He'll be focused mentally and physically now. And he doesn't even all make that much money, actually. He's only got a couple of years left on his contract. I think it's something to consider. Like, I know there's other goalies out there, but if I'm Edmonton, that's the type of big, bold move I'm looking at. Like, you know what I mean? If I got to trade Darnell Nurse or whatever, like, you know what I mean? They got well, young pieces. Yeah. Yamanoto, we can go on and on. They got young pieces, Cam. They can come to a deal with a Canadiens team that could add more young pieces to go with what they have, and Carey Price could be on the Edmonton Oilers. Because I tell you what, Carey Price right now, this guy hasn't played all year. He'd be better than Mike Smith tonight. Well, the thing is, to your point, the Edmonton Oilers are top-heavy when it comes to guys like Nugent, Nugent Hopkins and all the yeah. forwards that they You're not have, getting right? Dreisaitl so, or Connor, obviously. That's, right? you know that's, what I'm saying? that's yeah. the thing, right? So it would be like the Nuge, it would be him. I know they're not going to get rid of Hyman because they just signed him. So Nugent Hopkins makes a lot of sense to me. PRV, a couple of those other guys. Yeah, and draft picks. Is, Price, and draft picks. You know yeah, I mean? draft picks make sense. Carey Price is also a Western Hockey League guy, BC guy. Edmonton's a lot closer. It would make sense. 
I don't know, Gabe. He seems like the type of guy, though, for what he's done with Montreal, just to stick around with the rebuild. He had he had a year off, and you guys say, you know what? These kids. He's never asked right. to be traded before, and he's exactly. had chances. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like it sounds, it, you're right. The, the trade makes sense. I don't know if it's gonna like it would happen. But I tell you though, the Edmonton Oilers need to upgrade in their goaltending. It's the bottom line is you're not gonna win with these two guys. It's. I tell fun. you though, Kim, this new GM of the Canadians, he's not playing around. This guy, like no, he's, he's ruthless. Yeah, yeah, like he's <laughs> like he's ruthless, and he, it doesn't he matter. Back like the old days. He publicly <laughs> said, "I need to know what Carey's intentions are." before free agency like none of this he's basically saying we gave you a year (laughs) now like this is real are you playing hockey or like you want to get traded or like that's what i'm saying i don't think the canadians would be against this right i'm not trying to start this it's nothing against gary price i'm looking out for his best interest here going to play with Connor mcdavid but i'm just telling you the canadians will take the call right the, the gm wouldn't have publicly stated we need to know what his plans are they're basically sort of saying you know are we moving on without him type type yeah. of thing so why not get something here and if i'm carrie price i would let it go in montreal you've had a hell of a run nobody's gonna hold it against you look at patrick Watt, bro he left montreal and won one two cups you know what i'm saying look there's a yeah there's a couple teams that would, could be a silver lining better. oh yeah you know vegas everybody needs it. vegas yeah. is another team that uh, that's carrie price's the thing. name comes up with I know it's he's Canadian guy, always played the BC, played for the Montreal Canadiens. He's not a Vegas, Vegas type Knight. guy. He's not, but you know he what? He really isn't. Vegas, he really is. But isn't. Vegas needs him. That's the whole thing. Letter was an he would like it though. He can live in like the desert in a nice house. Yeah. You can buy a That's lake. Amazing. He likes to fish and stuff. You know what I mean? Like would be peaceful. Yeah, you don't, you don't right. live on the strip if you're on the nights. No, you, know? you no, live no, in no, the no, suburbs. You live way, stuff, right? Yes, yes, yeah. You live you in Henderson. Live. <laughs> yeah, exactly the, with, the, with the silver nights. That's the, the, you live, the yeah. Is, you, live, I, you live next to Dana White and Floyd Mayweather in that neighborhood. Exactly, it makes Gated total community. sense because their goaltending situation is a train wreck. Uh, uh, Mark Andre Fleury, he overachieved for a while, then he went to Minnesota and was no better than uh, Cam Talbot. So that situation in Minnesota is bad. The situation. In Vegas is very Hell, Hellebuck's another one that's really good, but Winnipeg ain't trading him to Edmonton. So that, no, that's God, not happening. No, he, no, he, no, he's, no, no. He's another good anywhere. goalie. He's yeah. another good Winnipeg. goalie that's sort of stuck in purgatory. He is. Where Winnipeg like is, it's you know what I mean? The, they're, it's just they're, not going anywhere. Old, dude, and he's yeah. good, but and yeah, and the shots just keep coming at him and stuff. It's like and then he's looking worse because the teams are worse in front of him. He's another guy where I'd keep an eye on that, like down the road where eventually it's like, you know what? Maybe I should be somewhere else. But uh, they did a real bad job. They did a bad job just quickly before we get off hockey. Shovel Day off their GM really screwed up. Me and you could have gone in there and did that. Wheeler was a great player, but he's old now. Look at the core of their players with Shifley and all those guys, too. Like, what young talent on the Winnipeg Jets is really going to break through and do anything? They, they've really mismanaged that team, and they're hanging Hellebuck. Yeah. The best years of Hellebuck are gone. So good luck to that. They and they have a lot of bad back. contracts. That's all yeah, you the guys they got rid of, too. Cop. Truba, the Rangers have reaped the rewards of Winnipeg's stupidness, basically, when you come down to it. They got great The Canadians are actually in a pretty good spot. They made the cup last year. Now they're going to stockpile. They've got a – the Canadians have a million picks. They have a shrewd GM that is, like, willing to to trade and and stockpile stuff. There's already talk the Canadians are trying to get another pick in the top five. Hmm. There's rumors out of Montreal that they they want to somehow move and get, like, two top ten picks out of this somehow. Because they have a lot of they have a lot of capital like within the draft, so they are they're not trading the first pick, but they want to move up again, type of thing. I guess there's someone else they like uh, that they'd like to add too. 
And I wouldn't mind if they were terrible again and they got caught up a dart uh, next year. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> That's yeah. That's, that's, that's Shane Wright and Connor Bedard to be pretty good. Be pretty well, they'll be good. Back, they'll be back pretty quick if that happens. I can tell you that. All right. So we got let's uh, get to Major League Baseball uh, yep. here today. We'll get back to the NBA Major League Baseball first game up. Uh, Cam's Reds, uh, Reds against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Hunter Green on the hill against Bumgarner. I got to tell you, Cam, I'm looking at this game and I like the under. I like the under in this game, and I'm getting a nice dude. It's a Bo Derek ten. I'm sure half the people, more than half the people, don't know what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> Bo Derek ten. But I it's do. a Bo Derek ten. Yeah. It is smooth. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a tough game. Uh, what do you do? I, I kind of lean Diamondbacks in the under. That's kind of where I'm looking at with this game. Even though you know Hunter Green, do I really two want to solid lean? pitchers? Yeah, ten. Yeah, I lean under, uh, and I think I'm Arizona would be the play. I'm game. playing the under. Small play on Arizona for me, Gabe. Very, they're they're plus a hundred. Don't have to lay any juice. Very small, just to get the night going. I like these uh, the six forty one game just to cap off the evening with a quick bet. Give me Arizona. Cincinnati's actually fifteen and thirteen in their last twenty eight games. Um, if you look at the D backs, they've scored one run in their last eighteen innings. The offense has hit a wall. Seven and three True. to the under in their last ten. Like I said, I I just think this total is a little bit uh, high. I would go with your Reds. If I had to pick a side, I would take the Reds here. But I don't have to pick a side, but I am going to pick the total. Let's go under. Under the number. Of- I'm going to go under under 10. It's the highest total of the night. Yeah, there's no other 10s out there. No, no, Blue Jays and Royals is now a 10. Blue Jays, Royals. Yes, you are you are correct. Now, that is the only 10 as well. It was 9.5. Good call. Which the Blue the Blue Jays are actually 9-1 to the over in their last 10 games. Um so next up in the rotation, Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians have actually been better than I want them to be. I've got a couple of big plays on them, a couple of parlays lined. If this team does not get to 77 wins, listen, they're still a sub-500 team. They're just not the train wreck I was hoping they would be. And they haven't really had like a prolonged, really, cr- you know, bad couple of weeks. They kind of, you know, they're very streaky, but... Um, mm-hmm. They're in action here tonight against the Texas Rangers. We'll break it down on the other side. Game time decisions continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
Game Time Decisions continues. I'm Gabriel Brunsky, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio and Television Networks. Cam Stewart will rejoin us uh, momentarily. Joe Madden, Dave Sharapan, and Coach James Young will step up and in a little bit uh, later on. So, uh, Major League Baseball coming up. We were talking about the um, the uh, the D-backs and the Reds with uh, Hunter Green on the hill here tonight against uh, Bumgarner. Bumgarner doesn't have the same stuff that he used to. Uh, but he's still uh, crafty uh, out there, and you got you got Green, who's the young phenom. I just think the total's too high here, especially when you consider Arizona's offense is struggling as much as it is uh, right now. Seven and three to the under in the last ten for the D-backs. We're pulling the trigger on the under. We're talking about the Texas Rangers in the Cleveland Guardian game as we were going into the break, and uh, the Guardians. Minus 120 favorites with uh, Quantrill on the hill here tonight against uh, Gray. Um, Guardians minus 120. Total is nine. Uh, We talked about the Guardians being uh, better than we thought they were going uh, going to be. And one of the reasons why, it's their pitching, man. Uh, Their pitching staff has a 2.71 earned run average in its last uh, 17 games. That's the fourth best in in Major League Baseball. The starting rotation, uh, 3.02 earned run average. Cleveland's pitching is good. We thought their, their pitching was going to be good. They've won six of their last eight uh, baseball games. Cam, I don't know if you're pulling the trigger uh, on this game with the Rangers and the Guardians. Total is nine. Guardians lay minus 120. Yeah, I have a lean to Texas in this spot there, Marenzi. I know uh, Cleveland has been a lot better. And just for your uh, daily or for your yearly Cleveland under bet, I think uh, the Rangers can do their job tonight. I don't really trust uh, Cleveland in this spot. They have been good. But I know I, I think the Rangers have turned their ship around, too. They played some gritty baseball against the Seattle Mariners over the weekend. I'm not afraid to take their show on the road. Small dogs. Uh, both Arizona and Texas are a dog. One of them hits. I think both of them can hit. Both dogs. So give me uh, the Texas Rangers. As I mentioned, Gabe, I don't love these games. Small play, though. I think they can get it done tonight. And Gray, I small. Now, this next game, I think you're going to be uh, I think you're going to be torn in. You, you always bet on both teams. The Toronto Blue Jays are playing the Kansas City Royals. It's like uh, you're in a tough spot. Although, I don't know if you've given up on the Royals uh, yet. Listen, the Blue Jays are pretty laying some big chalk here with uh, with Stripling on the hill. Minus 196. The total is 10. We brought it up earlier, guys. The Jays' offense, and their games go over the number. They're 9-1 to the over in their last uh, 10 games. Royals said Lynch to the hill here tonight. The Blue Jays, minus 196. Um, they lost two or three to the Twins after winning. Uh, they, they had that eight-game win streak uh, going. What are you doing with this game, Cam, with the Blue Jays? You're going to pass? Um, this is a tough spot for you, as I stated. Like you like to bet yeah. on the Royals, and here are the Jays is big, big uh, road road faves here. Yeah, I know. I don't like the Jays with the juice, but I will take the over in this baseball game. I don't trust either starting pitcher. I think Lynch Lynch can get lit up, and I know ten is a lot, but the Blue Jays the Blue Jays bats can hit. And as for Ross Stripling, I don't think he's going to be very long for this game. I see like an eight to six type of baseball game, Renzi, and I know the Royals don't hit, but against Stripling, I think they will. So the, give me the over in this game. I, might, I want to put the Blue Jays in a parlay, but I, I don't even trust them more in the game. I'm just going to hope for runs in this game. Give me the over between Toronto and Kansas City. Runs galore. Yeah, You know what? I guess you could argue it's parlay material, uh, but I actually do think the Jays' bats will show up here tonight. I think the, the number is what it is for a reason. They're, they're big favorites, uh, but I think Kansas City, Kansas City are going to get lit up here. I think the Blue Jays' bats come alive. Uh, here tonight, Cam, and I'm going to lay the uh, I'll lay the run and a half. 
I'll let it run in a half. And I don't always do it, but I like this spot uh, here for the Jays to bounce oh, it's back. better for so, the road uh, team, right? You get those extra at-bats, too, in the ninth inning, too. Kansas City's at home, and the Jays, one thing they've been doing, they've been giving up early runs, but they've been raking. So, no, I, I really like the Jays' bats in this spot. They should be able to get the Lynch. All right, so uh, that's the you know, most – you got a bunch of late baseball uh, here tonight. Seattle and uh, Houston. Robbie Ray on the hill here tonight, um, Cam. And we talked about Robbie Ray's struggles. He's not the same pitcher as he was uh, with the Mariners as he was with the Blue Jays. One thing about the Mariners, though, they're not done on the season, this team. They're they're sort of chipping away once again. They've actually won three consecutive series, Cam. They've taken to at least two or three in three consecutive series. So they're chipping away right now, this team. You know, they're not the best road team, but now you've got Javier on the hill here tonight. And he's, you know, listen, Houston are just tough to bet against, Cam. Uh, Astros laying minus 168. Total is eight in this baseball game. Just for the record, too, the Mariners, they're only three games out of the playoffs, Cam. I know. Like, you know, like the with the Angels right now? Like, you know, they're, they're 11 game skid. Yeah, yeah, but they're 0.5 games out of the playoffs. They're actually exactly. a half game out. If you look That's at the true. American League wild card, because more teams, another team makes the playoffs now, right? So if you got three wild cards, everybody's still alive. Like the Seattle Mariners are six games under 500, and they're only three games out of a wild card right now. Like everybody is still in this thing, which makes it interesting, um, you know, as far as as far as betting is concerned. So as far as, you know, will the team make the playoffs or not? But um, in this spot, I don't trust Robbie Ray, Cam. I just, you know, he's not that good. I believed in him a couple of times. He is who he is. I don't trust him on the road against Houston. I'll tell you that. I don't like this game at all. Uh, I don't even know. I Maybe the over at eight, the, it seems a little bit light. Robbie Ray, he, he's hittable. Javier is pretty good. The Astros at home are good. You said it, man. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Angels, but ever since Tommy Pham called out Mike Trout about being a horrible fantasy football manager, he can't do anything either. This team is just going in the skids, but you're right. It doesn't matter. And that with the extra playoff spot, they're going to right the ship. Houston's tough. I don't want to lay 74 cents, Marenzi. That's a ridiculous price. I think it's gone down on FanDuel. On my site, I'm seeing a buck 68 now. Still a little bit too rich for my blood. I have a lean to Houston, but I don't love it. I don't think um, I don't think the Angels are going to turn it around. I think they're in, in big trouble right now. Their schedule, their schedule has been tough. Listen, they played the um, they went to the Bronx. They got swept by the Yankees. They go to Toronto. They got swept by the Blue Jays. The Philadelphia sweep was a rough one. Uh, for them, but it doesn't get any easier now. Now they get the Boston Red Sox in Los Angeles. There's a ton of Red Sox fans everywhere. They take over every stadium all the time. So the Red Sox and Red Sox starting to turn things around. So they got a tough matchup with the Red Sox. Then after that, the Mets uh, roll into uh, to Anaheim. Then after that, the Angels go to uh, the Dodgers. Right? Oh, so, God. That's, a yeah, yeah, like this, that's what their week is this week. They're on an 11-game win streak. They got to play the Red Sox, the Mets, and the Dodgers this week. Not it's not the best recipe to turn things around. And then even after the trip to Los Angeles, well, the trip to Chavez Ravine, they only, it's only a two-game series against the Dodgers. But then after that, they go to Seattle. Then they go on a road trip again. Listen, one thing about the Angels right now, guys, Mike Trout's like 0 for 26. He's struggling. Which is kind of, yeah, it's kind of unheard of. He's hitting like uh, 0.95 in the last, uh, during this losing streak. Um, uh, Ward Cam was uh was was a massive surprise for them this year i mean the guy was one of the best hitters in baseball now he's hurt it's not trout that got hurt but injuries are going to start to catch up to the angels as well i like the red Sox tonight actually 
I know, like, it's they're at 11 now, but you can't bet on this. They're, dude, they're favorites tonight. I know. And Syndergaard, I like him, but he's erratic. Yeah, so he is erratic. you got Syndergaard on the hill here tonight, laying 126 against a pretty and much improved Boston hitting offense right now. I think the Red Sox at a play tonight would walk on the hill, Ken. Waka, Red Waka, Sox Waka, plus Waka, 108. Waka. You like Waka? It's Pac-Man tonight? Yeah, I, hey, man, Boston's been a lot better. They, they deserve a lot of respect, and Waka's all right. You know, you're right about Noah Syndergaard. It's just, it's name variety, but I've seen him. He's been pummeled the last few starts, too. So, yeah, no, I got no problem with the Boston Red Sox, Marenzi. I think, uh, I, I'm looking at these totals tonight, humidity, heat, and a lot of, I think there's going to be some overs tonight. I know a lot of the time, you know, we look at the unders, but I think a lot of these games are going to go over. I see runs runs in a lot of these spots. If you look at Robbie Ray talking about runs cam over his last three games, he's 0 3 with a 5.82 yep. earned run average. It's not shelled. something I want to trust. And for the record, um, uh, Javier is, is, you know, this kid's, uh, he's rolling along here. He's 3 0 with an ERA of 0.40 over six career appearances against uh, the Mariners. He already beat them 4 0 earlier this year. The Astros in the play cam. If you're looking for the, the parlay, I know you don't like betting on the Astros for whatever reason. Maybe it was you. You're the one that stole their World Series banner. Someone stole one Maybe. of their championship banners <laughs> from outside the stadium. I, yeah, I, I know you're right. I don't bet on Houston too often. I don't know why. I just leave them I don't understand, like, I how they – I don't know, know why they're so baffled about mm-hmm. their – they have a banner that's missing, for real. Someone stole one of their like, banners. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> understand why it's such a mystery, like – you figure that there's a camera somewhere, like they would see someone taking it down. But uh, yeah, somebody took their, um, <laughs> it's not like the official World Series banner, but I guess outside the stadium, they had a couple of flags put up and banners and stuff. Uh, and it, I don't know, no one even really realized that it was missing. I have, I'm, I'm assuming that it was an opposing fan. Um, but yeah, the, the Astros are to play tonight. I think you could parlay the Blue Jays and the Astros if you're looking for if you're looking for a parlay, I think the Astros probably, listen, they're minus one and a half, plus 115. You're getting plus money. But a parlay right now at FanDuel with the Houston Astros and the Toronto Blue Jays is um, not bad at all. Plus, plus. 140. Mm, that's good. That's Juicy a nice number. number right there. Yeah, very good. That's succulent. That's a big, big, that's a bigger plus than I thought. You're getting an extra little beef there, man. I didn't, 140. That's very nice. Very nice. Yeah, you see. I like the Blue Jays on the run line, but I like this parlay better because anytime I hear plus money, I'm more intrigued. So uh, Tr- Toronto Blue Jays and the Houston Astros plus one plus one forty. That's that's a, that's a nice payday for what I think is going to cash. So I'm going to get this in here, and uh, all right, we got in on the uh, the Cincinnati Arizona under ten, and uh, we just played the Blue Jays Astros parlay to plus one thirty eight. I don't have a problem with playing the Blue Jays. Minus a run and a half, Cam. What are you doing with the uh, Cincinnati and Arizona game? Cincinnati, Arizona. You know what, Gabe? I actually changed my mind. I'm going to take the Reds and I'm going to take the Rangers. Let's rock. And you're under 10. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Game time decisions continues as does countdown to puck drop in Edmonton, Alberta. The question is, is it the last game of the year for the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, we were discussing the goaltending situation uh, earlier, and uh, I think they should go with Koskinen, but hey, I'm not the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Nate McKinnon and Connor McDavid both each have over 3.5 shots on goal tonight is the FanDuel odds boost, so... McKinnon and Connor McDavid each to have over three and a half shots on goal. Was plus 115, now plus 150. As far as the game itself is concerned, the Avalanche are now minus 140. The Oilers are plus 116. The total is now seven. Let's bring in Joe Madden from Joe Madden Sports. Um, we'll see if uh, out of spite she's enjoying the Colorado Avalanche since she is a Flames fan. <laughs> Uh, watching the Oilers uh, go down. We'll see if she's uh, unbiased or not. What's going on, Joe? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great, and I'm so biased against Edmonton Oilers. Let's see them go down in flames tonight. Wish it was the yeah, flames no, doing no it. Pun yeah, no pun intended. No pun yeah, intended. Yeah, you know what, though? They're always going to have this over you. You realize this. Sorry, yeah. it's, like oh, the Canadians beating, it's like the Canadians beating the Leafs last year. It's like, yeah. It's like, you, know I mean? you guys can I talk do. all you want. We played yeah. in the playoffs, and we beat you. So, um, yeah, they're going to have that. I don't know. One thing, I don't know if you saw, Joe, I don't know if you saw, Cam, but uh, they're selling T-shirts, actually, in Edmonton. In the arena at the games, it says Battle of Alberta Champs. Yeah, I think that's a little much. Yeah, that I think that's a little much. Yeah. Can't be like, the Canadians didn't sell, they didn't say we beat the Leafs. Because they've done it so many damn times over the last 60 years. You got a t-shirt shot. You do merchandise and parkas, and they always beat the Leafs. These Canadian teams, man, they'll find any way to make money. Oh, I know. You're right. It's like, yeah, you know what? Like, especially, like, it'll make fans happy, too, tonight. Like, they're going to have all these t-shirts everywhere. And they're just sort of reminding you. It's like, yeah, you know what? We got sweat, but hey, we beat the Flames. You want to buy a T-shirt? And you got a T-shirt yeah, exactly. on the way out. <laughs> hey, Battle of Alberta champs. So, what's your what's your prediction tonight, uh, Joe? Who do you think uh, wins this hockey game? You know what? I have to give it to the Abs to get the sweep tonight. Not loving the value at minus 140, but I do think they come out so hard and strong. Can't trust Mike Smith in goal, and I can't trust um, Edmonton, especially what Colorado's been doing in the neutral zone and stopping those shots on goal. I think Colorado comes out just way too strong. I'd look at uh, Edmonton's team total under that three and a half. I think we got great value there. Interesting. Cam, what do you think about the total of seven here? It's going to be a track meet uh, tonight. It's hard to bet the under. It sure is. And I'm going down with the good ship oiler. 
it seems like we sprung a leak betting on these guys. And I'll tell you, man, from hitting the post to losing that game was heartbreaking the last game. But I just don't see the Oilers going out tonight. I see them with desperation. I see Colorado thinking, you know what? We're going to beat these guys anyway. I like Edmonton tonight. I like Edmonton as a small dog in the first period. I like the over in the hockey game. I think Edmonton will uh, find a way to get it done tonight. I don't think it's over, and I really love the first period play. I think they jump all over the avalanche. They scored the first goal of the last game, and then Smith let in a, a goal for them to tie up. So I'm not going to lay that juice at plus a half and almost 190. Just take them on the money line. They're, they're dogs in the first period. I think Edmonton has like a one nothing 2-1 lead after the end of the first, game, and I'm going to ride the good ship boiler. I know we're already leaking, but I think we can make it to the gas station for repairs, and then the car will blow up game five in Colorado. Yeah, one thing about the Edmonton Oilers, listen, the Colorado are the better team, but Edmonton really do deserve better. Right? They, like do. they have they have played as hard as they they've played as hard as they can. There's been little things here, little things there, but they add up. So it's not one thing. So it's not like, oh, only if we did this, only if that would have happened or this would have happened, we would have won. It's not really the case. It's not just on Mike Smith. It's, there's a collective of things. They're just not as good. Like, they shouldn't be this far, like, sort of. Like, they're sort of exposed. They're like a fighter that's in there with, like, the number one contender, and it's a problem, right? The Oilers are coming off the ultimate fighter, (laughs) and they're against the number one contender in the cage right now, and it's a little too fast for them. But one thing you can't question is their effort. And this team does have heart, and you can't compare the Winnipeg Jets, but it doesn't matter who you're playing. If you guys recall last year, they got swept in the playoffs, they went to overtime in the game four. They didn't roll over. There was a lot of negativity. They're not going to roll over tonight. The question to me is, does Colorado have that killer instinct uh, tonight? And I imagine, Joe, you got to you know, think of this. The Rangers and the Lightning, they've only played three games. And that series could probably go seven. And here, this series could come to an end tonight. The Avalanche could be off for like 10 days, two weeks, or God knows how long uh, they're going to be off for. So it'll be interesting to see whether they have that instinct where they're like, yeah, we want to be off for two weeks and let's end this tonight. I think they're going to try to. Man, I'm taking Edmonton camp, but I'll throw it to you, Joe. As you saw me tweeting about it, I just have a problem with Mike Smith. I don't trust him anymore. It's to the point, like, once somebody screws you 13 times, you've got to sort of say, you know what? He's going to screw me for the 14th time. Absolutely. You have to look at Mike Smith here, but I think what we're going to see is a better performance out of Mike Smith. I got to be honest with you guys. I think his save shots on goal at 30, well, it's gone up to 33 now. Um, I like it over because what we've seen Colorado just bombards him with shots. Uh, There was 47 shots on goal in the first game. We know Mike Smith wasn't out for all of them. 40 in the second, 43 in the third. I think we're going to see him do well enough that he gets over his save shots here for sure. I think we need that out of him. Yeah, I don't trust him enough. He might get pulled. That's my deal uh, with, with, with a player prop. I've been making money with the Shesterkin, uh for the most part. We got burnt the other day, but we've been making money with Shesterkin with uh, with his save uh, prop. All right, so as far as the uh, the, the, the goal scores uh, tonight, Connor McDavid is minus 104. Man, you know, there's no value anymore, you know, when you lay minus money to score a goal. Nate McKinnon, plus 104. Leon Dreisaitl is plus 118. He's clearly uh, banged up. Rantanen is plus 152. I actually don't have a problem with playing Rantanen here at plus 152. Uh, Landis Gog is plus 155. Zach Hyman, plus 172. 
Uh, Cam, what are you doing with the goal scoring props? Who's your first goal scorer of the game tonight? Well, on FanDuel, I'm looking at the numbers, and I'm really excited. Connor McDavid scored first the last game. I'll go back to him at 10-1, to 1, and I'll go with my boy Hyman at 13. Those are my small plays there. I think any time goal, McDavid's definitely going to have to have a goal if Edmonton's going to be in this game, and I think they are going to extend it to game five. So give me Connor McDavid, Gabe. First goal, Hyman first goal, McDavid anytime, let's roll. And I think the difference is tonight, I think the Oilers, I don't care about Mike Smith letting in four goals. I think they get the Francouz tonight. That's the thing. Francouz, whatever the hell you want to call him. The guy's been on fire for Colorado. I think he's also been, he's been great, but he's been a bit lucky. I think tonight they bombard him, and tonight is the night he get ex- gets exposed and lets in five or six goals. Go Oilers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we said like last week after game. I know, one. I know, I know. I know. Hey, no, he can't play not, like this. They're not going oh, down without a fight. Well, but no, he's nah, great. It's just, he's he playing. is playing well. He's playing great. No, he's he's on fire. I I agree. We'll see. We'll see tonight. How many goals? That's why I've said all the time. You don't need a Hall of Fame goalie or an All Star goalie to win a Stanley Cup. You need a goalie playing like an All Star. Yeah, that time. That's, that's the key. True. You know what I mean? Like Francis or Franzos, whatever, Frankie. Uh, and even Kemper and these guys. Yeah, Frankie. Like Frankie. Yeah, we'll call him Frankie. Frankie's been That's great. what they call him. That's, like that's, that's a good way yeah, to yeah. get yeah. Frankie. I think Frankie's his teammates good. do call him Frankie. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm just going to say, like, it's all about just being hot at the right time. I remember, Cam, uh, remember Cam Ward, right? It's not a yes. superstar, right? She Garrett wasn't a superstar. Uh, you know what I mean? There's certain goalies aren't superstars, but they get into a zone at the right time. Like, how many, like, mega superstar goalies have actually won? Uh, there's not even that many of them. Hard know, star down. goalies. Yeah. Patrick Wah. But you got to look uh, at Colorado's defense blocking those shots. Kale yeah, McCarr. Block shots tonight. Yeah, their defense is good. Plus money. Their defense is good. I don't have a problem with that. They're 122, sorry. Yeah. Never seen I've never seen as many block shots as there is in today's era. It's crazy. Every shot is blocked. So yeah, that's right. a good bet. I don't I don't have a problem with it. All right, Joe, you have any other props uh, for his goal scores? I like your uh Kale McCarr. Over two and a half block shots. Interesting. Uh what else do you got for us? Yeah, I think you have to look at Nathan McKinnon for an anytime goal. It's a little juiced. You could also look at him uh, for overshots on goal, over four and a half at minus 132. I think it's another strong way to go with this game. It's going to be a good one, you guys. I kind of lean towards the under. I know, Cam, you got the over in this one, but I don't know. I don't see Edmonton scoring a lot. So that's where Joe, I'm going I, I was on the under the last game, but I think this is what Edmonton does. If they're down in this game, they're going to pull the goalie early. And Mike Smith, to begin with, he's not even, you know what I mean? So the way I look at it is Edmonton's going to throw everything at these guys. It could lead to Colorado goals the other way. So I think in an elimination game like this, I think we can get over seven. But I totally understand. Like the last game, I, I kind of like the under. This game, I think, goes over. I think we finally, like game one, have a crazy, crazy game. Maybe like 10 or 11 goals. Hard not to take um, over one and a half in the first period, actually. That's true. And will there be a goal? Listen, you got plus 148. Will there be a goal in the first five minutes? And then mm-hmm. to, will there be a goal in the first nine and a half or 10? Uh, what is the exact uh, seconds here? It's a little pricey at minus 180. Over under one and a half goals. Over is um, over is minus 176. But I'm sort of with you, Joe. Seven is a lot. It's an elimination game. Colorado are hard to score on right now. They're in a zone. I get it. Then you get the empty netter, though. The empty netters. And if you're Edmonton, what are you doing tonight? Like, basically, if I'm Edmonton in the room, I'm pretty loose before this game. I'm not uptight and saying, guys, don't make this mistake and don't do this and don't do that. At this point, I'm like, guys, 
It was a hell of a run. Now let's go up there and have some fun and freaking tee it up. Like I would just tell him, just tee it up, man. Like just offense, 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 Cam. You know what I mean? It's yep. attention to detail and stuff. It's too late. Like basically, you know, they look at Connor and say, bro, go out and score four goals if you can type thing. It's like one of those type of games. But seven is high. Said seven is high. is high. It's the plus money. But uh, an Edmonton game, say they're down four to two. They might pull the goalie at six minutes. Score, scores. Like you're going to go down without a fight. Who cares if you lose this game by three goals, four goals, five goals or whatever. I just think they're going to find a way and then get buried in Colorado in game five. So, yeah, I – I, I know it's a lot, but I'm going to go with the over tonight. With the Oilers and the ship, buddy. Oilers and the over. Connor McDavid over under uh, points. One and a half is uh, minus 132. I don't have a problem with that either. But Connor McDavid over one and a half minus 132. Joe, before we get you out of here, great job. But uh, anything on the baseball diamond that you're looking at tonight? Yeah, actually, I really like what you guys were saying in the last segment. I do love Toronto tonight, but I'm going to take their team total over five and a half. I think they hit nicely off of Lynch here. And then we look at Kansas City. They're allowing 5.3 runs on average. Toronto averaging just under that at that 4.3. But I think they can get over their total of five and a half. I liked it better at five, but I still think it's solid. And then I'm with you guys on the Boston Red Sox. I think they have a great game here. They've been so strong against right-handed starters um so they'll hit nicely off of Syndergaard tonight and they are strong on the road with their last four ro- uh, road games coming in as winners all right let's get yeah, it done great good. stuff uh joe enjoy the game uh here uh this evening always a pleasure thanks for taking the time to be with us thank you guys right, there's uh, joe madden great stuff uh with joe always fun catching up uh with her yeah. like get uh, different perspectives we'll get sharapan's uh take uh from from vegas in, in a couple of moments we'll get to our best bets it's kind of light though at seven o'clock, and in yeah. fact, you know the, the baseball. You know we had we have a couple of early games. We had the uh, the six forty game, or we were on the under here, and in mm-hmm. fact, Cam, kind of light, and in fact, there's nothing at seven o'clock Eastern. <laughs> there's one game. Is Texas at seven o'clock? I think that Texas game's at seven eleven. I'm looking right now. It's off the board. Oh my god! Here we go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Game time decisions continues. We have an update from uh, Cleveland. The game went from being um, delayed to uh, just outright canceled. The game has been, been postponed due to weather and has been rescheduled as part of a traditional doubleheader starting at uh, 3.10 p.m. on Tuesday, June the 7th. The attending uh, patrons of tonight's contest will be able to exchange uh, their tickets into one of 13 game options, including tomorrow's doubleheader per uh, the Cleveland Guardians uh, Twitter. Um, so uh, now there officially is nothing, Cam, uh, at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern. <laughs> Looking for something? Is there anything? Well, I'm, no, no. There's, I'm sure there's something. No, yeah. no. There's always something. Yeah, yeah there there's is always something. something. Like Oregon State, Vanderbilt, six to five. We can get Southern Miss and LSU. Might not, we might have oh, to yeah. start digging on the college baseball live stuff. Well, Go I do. Through the board. I have. Yeah, I forgot about it. I have a. Uh, I have a hundred dollar parlay in play with the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Stanford Cardinal. College baseball. Nice. And as it is oh. right now, North Carolina are beating uh, VCU five one, and. I figure Stanford could beat Texas State tonight. Who the Bobcats? <laughs> Stanford's good baseball program. Mike Mussina. You're damn right they, they damn right they are. Uh, no, that's crazy. Yeah, VCU in North Carolina. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know VCU was a baseball program too, but uh, yeah, good good call on North Carolina. North Carolina, Carolina was like a minus 200 favorite. Most of the games are kind of pickums, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, college baseball uh, rolling on. I guess we're going to have to dip our beaks into some college baseball. We're getting to that time of the year right now. Looks that way. In fact, yeah, we got Arkansas Arkansas and Oklahoma State coming up. Joe Ranieri's uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. I like Oklahoma Game's basically State. a pick Maryland and Yukon. Mm, tough. No clue. I like Maryland. I like the Terps, do you? Okay. I like, yeah, I like Oklahoma State, and I like, uh, I like Maryland, and I like Stanford later. Excellent. Yeah, let's get in on this. Oklahoma State. Done. That's at 7 o'clock. Perfect. Now we got action. Yeah, well, Oklahoma State. You got Maryland and uh, UConn uh, coming up. Dave Sharapan. We'll get his thoughts. Next. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.